Welcome, one and all, to another episode of the Close Encounters of the Nerdkind Podcast. My name's Imran, TJ Sutherland, Dan Colacott, with new episodes released on the first and third Mondays of the month. Catch Close Encounters of the Nerdkind Podcast at foreverinelectricdreams.com. How's it going, everybody, and welcome to the Close Encounters of the Nerdkind Podcast. Once again, I am your host, the phenomenal TJ Sutherland. As always, I'm joined by my trio's tag team partners, Dan Big Sexy Colocott. Oh, I like that. <laughs> and Imran, the world's most dangerous man, Mirza. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, I'll take that. Actually, yeah, I should have had the world's most dangerous Mirza. Oh. Yeah, anyway, so, so uh, in case you haven't guessed it today, we are going to be talking wrestling. Of course we are. Um, I had a, a bit of a weird, crazy idea, which I um, suggested to my cohorts uh, a little while ago, um, which partially, partially scared the bejesus out of them when they started putting it together, but um, also was pretty exciting and uh, quite a bit of fun. So... Um, Without further ado, shall I go through what we are going to be covering today? I've got, I've got a big spiel intro for it. Let's go. You guys ready? Do it. Cool. Right. So, we are in a parallel universe, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Vince McMahon is dead. No, wait. Sorry. Vince McMahon has retired uh, <laughs> and lives in seclusion on a small island in the South Pacific, Sorry, never to be heard from again. Triple H is in full control. Well, he, kind of is, he kind of is anyway, but um, Triple H is in full control of WWE and Tony Khan has stopped posting weird-ass tweets um, long enough to meet up with Triple H, shake hands and agree to jointly host what will be the biggest pay-per-view of all time with the two biggest wrestling promotions of all time. Um, the only way they can pull this off, however, is to get a completely independent booker for the event, someone who has no allegiance to either brand, but is a fan of both. And this is where you come in, Imran, Dan, and me, I guess. So the uh, premise uh, is for the three of us, not together, individually, to uh, book a gigantic pay-per-view between AEW and uh, w- WWE. Um, we're going to be pulling guys from the active roster. So there are a list of rules that I... Um, cooked up uh for us to follow just to make sure we kind of were all on the same page um so our mission was to book a full card for a two-night pay-per-view um you have access to both rosters from AEW and wwe and we actually eventually came to the conclusion that we could include nxt and roh as well because you know there's some great talent on there that we might want to consider pulling into into this big night so um can put together whatever matches we think would be the biggest draw. Um, each night must have a minimum of five matches with a maximum of eight. Um, good luck trying to squeeze <laughs> just five matches in into one night, to be honest. Um, you decide who goes over and what the finish will be, whether it's a clean finish, uh, fuck finish, interference, whatever it is. Um, you choose a venue, so whether that's uh, the US, somewhere in the UK, uh, somewhere else, South America, whatever, wherever you want. Or if you want it to be in multiple venues over two nights, it's up to you. Um, there are no titles on the line. This is purely for reputation, swagger, whatever you want to call it. Um, all the wrestlers that you choose have to be on the active roster of either company, but you can choose injured wrestlers. So, for example, Adam Cole has got a busted ankle at the moment. You could choose him for your lineup. Um, and you also have to name your commentary lineup for both nights. 
So that's all the rules. Who's going to go first? I believe. Um, <laughs> I believe it's me. Um, I believe in you, man. You got this. Wow. Um, well done, firstly. I've. I can't think of an episode we've ever done of anything that has me equally petrified and excited at the same time. I've been so looking <laughs> forward to this. Um, there are some things here I'm very excited about. And actually, do you mind if I interject before I jump in? Just so, I, I know we, we have to be wary of time, but I just want to ask a very quick question. What did each of you find? I'm sorry if this interjects, if this sort of ruins if you had already planned on this question, he's like at the end, please, uh-huh. te- please let me know. But what did each of you find the, just the biggest problem going into it from a planning perspective? What was, cause for me, it was balancing what I would like to see versus what other people would like <laughs> to see, because I'm, obviously I, you know, I'm trying to impress you both. Right. And I imagine you guys want it. You know, it's, it is competitive right? Yeah. at this point. We each want us to be able to say we put on the best show. But yeah. for me, it was balancing, <laughs> you know, what I think, who I like and what I want to see versus what, you know, but, well, does anybody even want to see that? Do you know what I mean? Mm. So yeah. that was the biggest thing for me. Did you guys have similar experiences or were there things that really stuck out for you as, uh, you know, whether, yeah, whatever it was. What was the hurdles that you you guys had? I think for me, it was it wasn't so much that. I think to a certain extent, a certain extent, that part came relatively easy for me. I think I probably because I was selfish and went, "Yeah, I want to see that match. I want to book it." Mm. Um, but I think for me, it was it was just squeezing everyone in because there's so much talent. There's there's some big names that like I left out. I mean, I've got I've, I booked some pre show matches as well. And like some of the names on the pre-show, you're like, damn, <laughs> that guy was main, main event in a couple of uh, pay-per-views ago. So and he mm-hmm. was on the pre-show or like just, just names I had to leave off. I mean, I, when I get to mind, I left off a really big name <laughs> to the point where I'm a bit worried about that. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was just kind of squeezing everyone in. And I, and I think as well, just trying to not think too much about, because most pay-per-views you have like a buildup of, you know, storylines and stuff that's been going on for months or years or whatever. Um, and trying to kind of not worry about that too much. I mean, in some instances, there is a kind of a natural storyline there in some of my matches. But yeah, I think it's kind of, yeah, squeezing everyone in and just not having, not worrying too much about how the storyline's going to work. So booking the winners as well, that kind of sucked. Right. But, but yeah. Daniel? Um, I mean, yeah, I w- would echo that sentiment. But a- another thing that was really problematic is even if you, you, you want to see the wrestlers you want to see wrestle and putting the emphasis on the entertainment value versus, you know, the kind of, I guess the in-ring spectacle, you find yourself erring on the side of um, different formats and different, you know, ways of of thinking about the booking and the finish and the the story and the the, the kind of aspects um, of wrestling, which I probably wouldn't ever think of 
um, when I'm when I'm watching wrestling, it kind of it, it just kind of happens in front of you, and and suddenly I'm thinking, oh my god, uh, how do, do I want someone to accidentally hit the ref with a chair, and who's going to come in and interfere, and how's that going to work out? And you're you're thinking about wrestlers that you don't see enough of, and you're like, okay, why isn't this wrestler more prominent, and how do I get them into that card? So yeah you realize that that the people that maybe we uh, criticize heavily when it comes to booking uh, actually do a lot better job than we would probably give credit for. Yeah, it definitely gave me a newfound respect for people that actually have to do this stuff all the time. It's like, damn, (laughs) It's, it's, it's tough, man. All right, then. Yeah, no. Come in, Um, Imran. Well, all right, I'll just go with venue. Um, I'll try and be as concise because I feel like I could talk for a very long time about everything. But um, for venue, the the fact it was two nights really kind of made me think. I, I really kind of drew attracted to the idea of setting it in different places. But I think if we were booking a WrestleMania, I think I probably would have gone with different venues. Was it WrestleMania three that had like three different locations? I think was it three um, that had three different oh, locations? Yes, yeah. And I thought well, that's such a cool thing. I'm surprised they've not sort of done it before. But for this, for, this is like a, an overarching story of one company versus another. So I like the idea. I've stuck with the idea of one place, and um, I just think as, as like a single, almost commas neutral battleground for them to sort of begin and end this two night story. So I, I've decided to stick it in one place. And really that place was kind of the easiest part of this entire thing. I've just pasted it into our shared doc. It is the Coliseo de Puerto Rico, Jose Miguel <laughs> Aguilar in San Juan in Puerto Rico. God Backlash <laughs> 2023 was in effing sane. It was yeah. one of the most enjoyable pay-per-views I had seen in such a long time and the crowd it was all the crowd it was Mm. just electric and i just had like this beaming face this beaming smile on throughout the entire pay-per-view the crowd is insane Mm. and they weren't hijacking you know they were just so enthusiastic and i just there's nowhere else i would i could have decided to sort of to set this this is that is exactly where i would want to see this um just the electric although you realize now bad bunny better be on on one of your matches well it's gonna be a fucking riot (laughs) my four-way with bad bunny logan paul (laughs) shane mcmahon and um shack is uh the main event so uh (laughs) sweet it's always uh but that was my that was my definitive venue i just thought it was the the most amazing show and um it was all the crowd it was just brilliant Agreed. uh so yeah so that's where i'm gonna set it the commentary team this might be potentially my first controversial uh mm-hmm. thing so i think it was aw's uh london show uh of 2023 i think it was that or maybe it was another pay-per-view they did I had never really seen people do this. I think in WWE, they they only sometimes do it by bringing, you have your announced team and occasionally like Pat McAfee will sometimes jump in for a a match or something like that. AEW's last one or whatever one it was that I saw, they just almost had a different guest for every match. It almost felt like that. And I thought, that's brilliant. I really, really liked that. So my... 
my my roots based uh kind of my initial duo that are going to host the entire thing is uh, i don't know if it's controversial i think he's fantastic mauro ranallo and Ooh. Nigel McGuinness, because they were Ooh. a brilliant uh, NXT. And I know Nigel, obviously, with Ring of Honor, so there is a biasness there. Mara's neutral, in essence. But I loved them in NXT. And I've got kind of like a guest list with them uh, of who just come in periodically over the over those two nights of Corey Graves, Pat McAfee, yep. Excalibur, and Tony Schiavone. Just come in for a match. They go away, and then two matches later, they have another guest. And I just almost, yeah, my indecisiveness has basically been to include everyone. <laughs> but yeah, it is, well, in fairness, I, I, I jacked it from, from AEW uh, in terms of that guest thing. But Mauro, I always loved him. I think he's great. And um, yeah, if I run a company, I would always be doing my best to try and secure him. I just think he's fantastic. Um, if I remember correctly, Dan wasn't a fan of Mauro. Was that right? Um, yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> Oh, okay. well, you lost one person. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I think he's great. But anyway, so on to the match card. Opening match, night one. This is going to set match. the scene for the rest of the pay-per-view. If it's right. shit, you're in, you're in shit. <laughs> no, well, I feel confident about this one. Uh, again, th- see, now talking about that balance of expectations, the placement of this match is totally because of where we are. Because mm-hmm. we're in Puerto Rico... I think that this match is electric. I think it's a great opener. Lucha Brothers versus the Usos. Oh, nice. That's a great opener. That's, that's pretty solid. Yeah. Okay. Daniel? Like what do you think, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? The silence is deafening. No, no, no. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, no, my that, God. That's an awesome Okay. Starter. God, that was horrible. Don't do that's that. A, that's, a, that's a fire opening. No, that will, yeah, that will, that will, that will tear the place up. Yeah, like in, in Puerto Rico as well. I think that's a that's a great opening. It's a great match. I, I, I think over. that would be awesome. Well, again, certainly because of where we are, it's going to have to be uh, the Luchas. Um, I think a clean finish, a nice lengthy match. I, I think that almost my my prerequisite for a lot of these matches is time, and I, I really want. And I think eight matches is a great amount because you give everyone a lot of time uh for you know to have these matches and tell these amazing stories so um yes that's my opener and, and lucha brothers going over um yeah i think that, that's a great i think i'm i always felt confident about that as an opener mm. um yeah that's what i'm going with uh, how do you follow that it's a big it's a big opening how do you follow it keep right. that keep that energy up uh, I think this is a good match. I, I, um, I think it's, well, I wouldn't be surprised if you guys have already taken this one, but representing AEW, it's Swerve Strickland, and representing WWE, it's AJ Styles. Ooh. Ooh. Sexy. That's that's quite sexy. Yeah. That's not bad, is it? <laughs> that's pretty dope shit. Not, no, look at this game. Shit, my, my lineup. <laughs> look a little bit suspect here. Shit. Um, okay, I like it. And I've got Swerve going over. Um, I I think just his upwards trajectory at the moment, I would love to see him do it. Uh, Not screwy finish, but I'm going to go with like a small package or a roll up. Legit one, but as a way to keep that question going of you won in that moment, but another day it could have gone any other way. So it's not a definitive uh, uh, finish in terms of, you know, their big finish. But um, yeah, so I'm going to go with Swerve on the roll up. 
Two zip to AEW, hello. It's two zip to AEW. Um, Next one. This one is indicative of one of the other challenges I had. WWE do not have the tag teams to rival AEW's. And mm. AEW have some phenomenal tag teams and um, WWE just doesn't have as many. So I've paired together uh, a long-lasting friendship to go up against FTR. It's FTR versus Kevin and Sammy. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And that's I, I think that is a controversial one because Kevin and Sammy uh, would have been invaluable to include as singles competitors in various matches. Um, but I, I, de- I was desperate to put FTR in. And I didn't have a team for him, to be honest. I really, really didn't have a team that I wanted to see. Um, obviously, we could have put teams, but I just thought as a as a pay-per-view caliber match of this level, uh, kind of reconnecting their NXT black and gold days as well. So they do go mm. back a long time. Um, I think that's a really good match. And I think that would, that would be a good uh, scene stealer. Um, and for the win, I have the FTR. Oh my god, three AW three AWs. Oh look at you you're both drawn into the story. Looking, for, looking good. for a clean sweep here. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Um keeping the momentum going. Um TK's rubbing his sweaty little palms. <laughs> sweaty little palms. That's good. Well, he's <laughs> the pressure on this next gentleman is high. We have uh representing AEW, it's Hangman Adam Page Ooh. going up against Brock Brock does his best work against wrestlers against actual I think there's a a weird misconception I always tend to have with Brock against the big guys but Mm. Brock against AJ is probably the best match he ever had Brock against Daniel Bryan one of the best matches they ever had Mm. and Brock against a a, it's a smash mouth physical match between these two and I, I, I think that that would be a really good match. I nearly had Brock versus Claudio just because we'd never seen that match. And I think yeah. it would be great. But I don't think Claudio's name is it's strong enough. Is strong enough. Yeah. You know, to yeah, make that engaging enough. in this context. And I thought Hangman going up against Brock, I think that that's a. And I, I don't even really say that as a strong Hangman fan, mm. but. I think that's I think that that's a, a good match. However, uh, Brock yeah. takes the win. Pull him back, like it. Yes. Okay. Um, next one. Um, I'm I, I'm excited by this one. So, this is uh, my first uh, multi-person match. Ooh. I hope this pastes across okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going across. I'm going to the um, for the ladies for this one. Um, This was nearly, I'll I'll give you the the thing about what it nearly was. It was nearly a men's match um, of uh, Sammy Guevara, Darby Allen, um, uh, Santos Escobar, and I forget the fourth, but I've bumped them all on this ladder match uh, for the ladies. So we have Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter from AEW up against EO and the man Becky Lynch. Oh, it doesn't paste across so cool. Um, okay. But yeah, I, 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 I've done my best to, like I said, with the. God, this isn't paste. Uh, there, um, like I, I, with the um, the tag teams where WWE suffers, AEW suffers for the women. But I really wanted to put a good showing for women on the card. So 
my 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 thought process for a ladder match is a kind of a money in the bank style so whoever wins can challenge the champions of their respective brands so it still okay. makes it competitive and I, I ladder matches are probably my favorite kind of gimmick match okay. um not the massive eight or six man spot fests that they've become yeah, yeah, yeah. i i i but as a one-on-one i couldn't get a ladder match in with any logic so it had to be a multi-person but i didn't want it more than four um okay. and uh so yeah that's what i've gone with that uh the winner uh, taking it would be Becky Lynch. <gasps> I don't look at this as a car to make new stars. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind Apparently of like. <laughs> <laughs> well, <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one question, oh, Imran. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. One question. Yeah. What's on top of the ladder? Oh, like the, the money in the bank thing. Oh, oh concept. so whoever wins, yeah. yeah. Who? Oh, if it could be a briefcase, because doesn't don't doesn't AW have like a like a gambling the, chip um, or something? Yeah, yeah. It's the um, the, I forget what it's called. Yeah, it's like a giant. Poker yeah. Chip. yeah, so it is a match applicable to both brands. Whoever wins can challenge their respective. Um, that makes sense. Uh, uh, um, yeah, brand champion. Uh, this is the next. So the next match. Now, this is probably the first match I thought of. Uh, this is probably the match I would be the most excited to see. I think this one's freaking amazing, and I'm almost convinced one of you already has it. But uh, representing AEW, it's uh, Daniel Bryanson, whichever, I don't know what, Brian Danielson, Brian there it is. <laughs> going up against WWE's Gunter. Ooh. That's a good match. It's all Brian's chest. Yes. Not like like hamburger meat within five seconds. Yeah. I think that's a great match, though. I'd love to see that. It's a hell of a match. Yeah. Um, With Danielson going over. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Didn't see that coming, but okay. Yeah. I'd like to. Yeah. That's the one that felt right in that moment. Um, my penultimate match. This is again. This is another one. This was nearly the main event. Um, it's a men's fatal four way, and I've gone with the no pun intended, but practically the elite here of uh, Jay White, Adam Cole, Finn Balor, and Seth Rollins. And okay. this match as a fatal four way. This is I would give, you know, from a if I had a hand in booking, it would be, you've got 40 odd minutes. I want every single person to shine. I want to, I want to fight, not a spot fest. You know, yeah. I think Finn Balor returning to NXT for the year that he was there kind of really changed my perception on a lot of wrestling. And mm-hmm. if you, you know, if any of you guys didn't watch a lot of his time there, it's like, he just, just, it was just fighting. It was just pure fighting. It was almost like no conversation beforehand in terms of booking. Let's plan spots. It was none of that. It was just, let's go out there and let's just fight. And it was him and like Gargano and he fought Kyler Riley. He Hmm. fought, um, uh, 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 I've forgotten everyone's name. Um, barefoot man, uh, Matt Riddle, Riddle, um, Adam Cole. And they were just like fights. And he, he he sort of led the charge with, with how he was going to do that. And, uh, I just thought it was great. I just, you know, that that return for him was fantastic, and it's almost the sole inspiration. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a great, it was a great year for him, and there was a lot of great stuff going on there. 
And that's kind of my farewell. Yeah, that was my farewell to NXT as well, I think. So, um, and as you know, he has such a hand in, uh, I'm such a fan of him and um, any one of these guys could have done it, but I'm going to give the win to Finn, which is potentially unrealistic in terms of the caliber there, but I'm I'm a Finn fan. Um, uh, So yeah, yeah, that's my... Who's he uh, he pinning? Oh, that's a great question. I'm going to have him pin uh, Jay White. Ooh, yeah, cool. just to make sense that you pin an AEW guy, uh, <laughs> so I'm yeah, having pin Jay White. Stand at home. So we, that's all we are now. We're, uh, three, all, is it three all? I'm looking at one, two, three, um, three, yeah. four, oh, four, three. Oh, three, to, four, four, uh, three, four, three. Yeah, so AEW. Um, okay. Yes, and uh, actually, I, 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 I nearly had Jay White versus Finn uh, as the match, um, and the stipulation would have been um, some kind of ab off. But um, <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> no, that was a joke. But uh, yeah, they nearly had a singles match here. But yeah, I just think, and this isn't uh, anyway. Yeah, so that's that. Main event time. Right. I'm a big advocate on a two night WrestleMania. I really think, and obviously, sometimes you can't do it because of how matches are going and what's really big and popular at that time. But I'm a big advocate. I really think a women's match should always close one night. Mm. And I'm, I have a big fan of that. And I really think they should always be putting that into motion months and months in advance. So I think that should always be the case. So paying respect to um, the amazing uh, sort of talent on both rosters. And I think it's potentially an obvious one, but I, I got to, you know, I just think as a main event for night one, it's Britt Baker versus Charlotte. <laughs> I think they are the wow. pinnacles of each brand. Uh, that's the one to, yeah, I think, I think that's a great, great match. I think, yeah, um, yeah I think that's, that's a perfect closer uh, for night one, but you've got to give it to the queen, queen. Ooh. So hang on. To Charlotte. Four all. Four piece. Four yeah. all. Well, I did start this by saying I'm very indecisive. <laughs> <laughs> But I didn't really think of it in terms of numbers. You know, I, I honestly just looked at it at like each match and thought who should go over or who, you know. So yeah, yeah it, it that the kind of the actual com- competition part of it kind of came second. So yeah, like uh, so that's night one. What do you guys reckon? I really like it. Um, okay, there's, there's some. I, I mean. I love that you uh, somehow managed to end up with four piece for either side, so there's no real winner, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, I don't think there. Were, I don't think just going back over the. I don't think there was any like massive like the opener Lucha Brothers Usos is fire straight off straight off the bat. Um, Swerve AJ will be incredible wrestling. FTR KO and Sami Zayn that'd be insane. Hangman Brock Lesnar. If there's not blood in that match, I'll be absolutely shocked. Um, <laughs> Four, the four, I, I don't. So I don't have any like four ways or ladder matches or anything like that. So um, I don't know why it didn't occur to me to have something like that. But yeah, no, I like the uh, kind of money in the bank uh, kind of twist. I feel sorry for poor Brian Danielson against Gunther. He's just going to get mm. mauled. Um, why would you do that to him? Why do you hate him? Um, <laughs> I can't imagine and, there's a match he'd want more. To be honest, I mean uh, they probably true, have true. fought on the Indies, but yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't um, know. I can't imagine he'd be happier fighting anyone else. But yeah, and then yeah, seven four way with Jay White, Cole, Pimbella, all solid, and then yeah, great finish for um, the end of the night. 
Okay. Yeah, solid. Awesome. Any uh, thoughts, Dan? Love it. I'd definitely wow. pay to see this. Oh, fantastic. You're doing okay. good. Don't fuck it up with your night too. Uh, <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> yeah, I'm just wondering if it's as strong. Um, but okay, we'll, we'll press on. Um, uh, night two opener uh, representing AEW, it's Thunder Rosa. And she's going up against Oscar. Oh, nice. Okay. I like that. Yeah. That'll be brutal. Yeah, I, I wanted Oscar in a singles match, and it took me a, a long time to really find someone who, who could match her. And also, I think one of the other rules I tried to impose here is because I just, I didn't want... I've broken it with a couple of instances, but I didn't want to put together anyone who has really fought each other before on a yeah. big stage. So I've really tried to treat this as first time, one mm. night only. So uh, I couldn't pair anyone up with Oscar apart from the ex WWE girls, really. And I didn't, I didn't want to go that route as much as possible. I have broken it mm. in a few instances, but uh, yes. And um, yeah, so I've gone with this one and it's got to be Oscar. And okay. that's going to piss off the Puerto Rico crowd, but it's just right. that even they you would really understand. really want to ride to start, don't you? <laughs> well, even they would understand, I think, it's Oscar. So don't, you can't be mad at it. Um, okay, so this uh, is kind of a controversial match. Um, I think this is a great match. I think it's just a really, this has the potential to, the one we're about to do is potential to be match of the night, potential. But again, we've got to look at name value and uh, who the person should be up there against. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've gone with representing AEW, one of my favorite wrestlers um, of the last, well, I don't know how many years, uh, Andrade. He's going up mm-hmm. against CM Punk. Now, the problem with Punk here is anyone in AEW I could have paired him with, he'd already fought him. Yeah. He's, you know, he's just had... That was my head as well. I was like, I need Punk on his card, but the fuck is he going to fight? Yeah. You know, MJF, you know, uh, Mm. Kenny was an obvious one, but I just had something better for Kenny, I thought. And I just, he just fought so many people. I think that's a great match. You got that great Puerto Rico crowd as well. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'd be interested to know how you guys have used Punk, um, if at all, obviously. But, like, yeah. <laughs> We're going to piss off even more people now by putting Andrade over. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if that crowd will go nuts for Andrade. That, yeah. Andrade will never Punk. So, yeah, no, I like it. Okay. Uh, so that's that one. Again, I'm, more, I'm very intrigued to know how you guys have used Punk, but I just I just found him to be – I was very stuck with kind mm. of where to go there. Um Right, next match. I absolutely had the thunder stolen here. Um, I'll just say what this is and and then I'll explain it. But um, it's uh, representing AEW, it's the Young Bucks. And representing WWE, it's DIY. Oh, nice. Okay. And I've. Solid. It's it's a two out of three falls match. Hmm. Um, Now, what really bugged me about it is I had this one in the back pocket for quite a long time. 
And then DIY just did a two out of three, four match with Imperium like a week <laughs> or two ago. And then on their YouTube channel, it, there was like the caption the backstage interview with DIY. And they were like, we love two out of three, four matches. And it's like, oh, you know, I look like I'm bandwagoning where I had this kind of in the bag for a while. And it was based on their matches with the revival from TakeOver yeah. because they had a couple of two out of three, fours. And I just thought they're just great for it. And I think the... The energy, the um, the stamina against the Bucks. I just think that's a great, great, great match. Um, it yeah, does suffer from name value, though, at the moment. DIY not necessarily up to that level um, out yeah, on, from main roster, but yeah, true. I think the yeah, purists God, God, God is a, big, a pretty big name, though. So yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it'd be, it'd be a great match, though. Just it would be a fantastic match, match, yeah. yeah. Um, but a uh, tag team longevity will have to prevail uh, with the Young Bucks going over. Okay. 2-1 to uh, AEW at the moment. Um, <laughs> this one. Oh, my God. Uh, I was super excited about this one. This is another one of my... Well, I'm going to be very specific with my wording. Smash mouth matches, <laughs> not blood and guts matches. Okay. So there is, this is oh, yeah. not a blood fest. This is not a pool of blood on the floor and just to roll <laughs> in and have fun. This is an aggressive, brutal, aggressive, uh, physical match, but there is no, not designed to be any blood in this at all. Uh, and okay. it's, and it's a straight standard rules match, but I think this is, I think this is a really, really exciting one. Uh, representing AEW is John Moxley, which you may have already guessed. <laughs> <laughs> representing <laughs> WWE, it's Ilya Dragunov. Ooh, that's a good physical that's last good, match, right? Really, yeah, someone's bleeding. By the way, Mox at the very Mox is bleeding on his way in through the crowd. Right? Uh, well, yeah. So, let's, let's be real here. Even like, maybe backstage, <laughs> turns up to the arena, come out of the shower, in pouring in with blood. I'm like, what the hell are you doing there? <laughs> uh, but I think that's a really good match. That's a, I think it's a really good match. Yeah. Well, it's going to have to be Mox, I think, just okay. on, on name value there. Okay. Um, yeah. 3-1 um, to the A-dub. Mm. Well, <laughs> I, I feel like, I hope it, I haven't actually looked at it from that. I imagine, <laughs> I, I'm sure I've done it four and four again, but we'll see. Um, this is a match uh, now I'm very excited about. Um, it has happened in Japan a lot. It hasn't happened for necessarily for Western specific audiences. Um, but I really think this is, this is again, this is just one of those, the only right match to have. Um, again, they're on different keels in terms of name brand, but representing AEW, it's Will Ospreay. Representing WWE, it's Ricochet. Uh, Damn. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, I'm jacking that one because they've, they've they, I mean, they had that incredibly divisive match uh which really you know went a long way to put in western eyes on what was happening in japan mm. but when they had that match that just divided the wrestling community of uh, overly choreographed you know this kind Flips of should wrestling so, yeah, be like yeah, that yeah, yeah. so yeah. they have had the match already and they've had several matches uh sort of in japan and, and other places but you know as i said western audiences haven't seen it and i just think you know give them like 30 odd minutes and just leave them to it. And I just think I would, that it would be amazing. I mean, I would argue Osprey's really evolved his style since then as well. He does still do yes. a lot of stuff, but yes. his, his style's evolved much more yeah. mature now than it was. Yes, and it that's had a to great, be because that's absolutely he was right. 
getting injured all the time. But um, but yeah, that that would be good fun though. That would be good, and um, I'd give it to Ricochet. What? Whoa! Okay, all right. oh my first okay. mega one. No, wow. Oh my god! Up until now, I've been fine and everything, <laughs> but that's some bullshit. Ricochet never wins matches. Oh, well. Amy and Will Ospreay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to think who The thing is, I knew you were going to do it. In my head, I was like, he's not going to be crazy enough to do it. But I bet he does it. I bet he's going to try and... Oh, I don't know about that one, mate. Yeah, like I said, in terms of name value, you're right. Ospreay is significantly higher than, than Ricochet right now. But I don't know. I, I just... Mean, it's your pay For the shock of it. <laughs> People start... Getting up and walking out of their seats, you know. So it's, it's tied up for you. Are you really going to do? But it will be a great thirty-minute match, though, right? Yeah, and then just do the worst finish of all time. The last three seconds, yeah, <laughs> I'd lose them. Listen, uh, listen. You book it how you want to, sweetheart. Don't listen to him. Don't listen to the bad man. You book it how you want to. This is bullshit. Um. Okay. Here we go. The um. All right, match six. It's another multi-person match. I have gone with a four-on-four Survivor Series style elimination. Ooh, um, trying, to, trying to cram everyone into the card, now, aren't you? Well, it, it, <laughs> see, this is the biggest problem I had with this match that it would be perceived as that. But again, I they would have a lengthy amount of time. Everyone mm-hmm. gets their moment to shine. No one's like would, in theory, you know, come in three minutes and then they're pinned and they're out like it will you know everyone gets their moment um but it's representing AEW. it's samoa joe ricky starks uh malachi black and mjf okay which again that's another controversial name because i think people would expect him to be Mm. yeah everyone would expect him to be prominently featured but um yep so samoa joe ricky starks alistair black or sorry malachi black and mjf versus drew mcintyre randy orton Cody Rhodes, and uh, here we go, getting the call up from NXT, it's Carmelo Hayes. Okay. Mm. I like Carmelo. I like, I like Carmelo, lot. but again, yeah. the name value part of it, oh, this has not come across very well, well at no, all. Um, but yeah, and uh, okay. yeah, and uh, Team WWE taking the win. It's interesting, wow. actually, because you got three very big names there, and then Carmelo yeah, Hayes. Um it's interesting. Yeah, I. I, who, I mean, okay, that would suggest well, to me that he's getting a big push in next in the next episode of Raw. So, well, I, I yeah, I, this is fantasy. I this I, yeah, I, yeah. I have no impact on what happens on Raw. It's well, that's true. That's true. But yeah, um, it's, it's, they say styles make fights, and I mean, he would work really well with a lot of those guys. So yeah, I mean, he's, a, he's a great wrestler. So yeah, yeah, I like it. I think yeah, I think it's. I couldn't. I just couldn't think of. I wanted him on the card and. Anyway, I just, yeah, I didn't. Anyway, that's what it is. Oh. <laughs> the penultimate match. Uh, representing uh, AW by way of Ring of Honor is Athena. And okay. she's going up against Rhea Ripley. Ooh. That's a good match. I don't, I think it might have happened in NXT. I was just um, thinking not, on if it, uh, uh, no, they, yeah. may have just, they may have just I, missed each other. Yeah, I don't think it did, funnily enough. Yeah, because yeah. I think that the, um, Athena was up in the main roster when Rhea was starting right. to come through. So Okay. Well, even uh, if they did, there's no yeah. way. It wasn't this version of Rhea. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, she's a certified main eventer now. So yeah, yeah. Um, 
Uh, and as much as I love uh, Athena, certainly I spent more time with obviously Ember Moons as a character on NXT. I'd have mm. to go with Rhea. Okay. Um, fair, fair. My main event. Um, it's four three to WWE, by the way. Just saying. Uh, okay. So this will be, well, be interesting. Because I think I know who the last two are going to be. <laughs> main main event uh, is representing AEW. It's Kenny Omega, Kenny, oh, and yeah. he's going up against Roman. Okay. Again, just like Brett and Charlotte, they are the the, the figureheads. They're the, yeah. the conscience of their respective brand. There's a hundred matches you could have put in with Kenny. I felt like AEW have really only given Kenny that sort of likewise athletic, you know, that kind of similar build, similar kind of style mm. as Kenny. And I, I thought Kenny in there against someone completely different. Uh, and Roman can absolutely go in every mm. kind of way. And I think this puts them in a really, really exciting dynamic. And again, it's an obvious pick, but it's it's the um, it's just the one that felt kind of right for this pay per view. Again, okay. I'm very excited to know how you've used each of them in your in your own ones. Um, but that's what I've gone with. And this is the only <laughs> match I had with a massively elaborate uh, finish, Jesus. Um, <laughs> which I'm probably going to be booed now, but I just, to me, I'm only half joking with the finish. Uh, the winner is Roman. Uh, so I can, I will say that. <laughs> the winner is Roman, but the, 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 the fantasy part of it, which is, I'm not actually Solo submitting this. Interference probably. Yeah. It's it is it's it's Kenny on the verge of victory. Uh, Jimmy runs on the apron. Solo slides in. Jimmy distracts the ref. Solo spike to Kenny. Roman crawls for the cover. One two. Kenny kicks out, guys, Ooh, okay. prompting the Bucks to run down and brawl with uh, Jimmy and Solo. So there's four guys brawling outside. Heyman huddled in the corner, trying to protect himself. John Moxley runs down to the ring. He gets right in the standing in the middle of Roman and Kenny. Dirty deeds to Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Roman Roman looks at him surprised, goes for the pin. Other people come down. Seth comes down. Shield reunite. Triple power bomb through the table uh, for okay, Kenny. You've gone too, wow. you've gone too far. No, you've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> it was only a half <laughs> pitch. <laughs> but I just thought the shock of the crossover now, you know, and the, the Shield reuniting, I just thought, oh, that would be hilarious. That would be so much fun. But um, I'm only half pitching that as a finish. But I'm going to go with Kenny Roman with Roman going over through absolutely dastardly deception. Um, but that's my... That's my show. How are we doing that's tonight? It's pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty, very good. Uh, okay. All of it made sense to me. Um, mm, okay. Some really exciting matches on there. Uh, yeah, I mean, apart from that suspect ricochet over Will Ospreay finish. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll let that one slide. Um, Dan, uh, any thoughts on the card? Yeah, I loved it. I, the, the thought of um, the, the Shield... Uh, shield music hitting at the end and they're both sorry all three of them are stood there uh hitting you know it's pretty sick yeah hitting the hitting the crowd right in the face with a shield reunion i love it oh awesome um, okay but yeah i <laughs> andrade winning and ricochet yeah. winning ooh yeah. saucy is all i've got to say yeah no fair enough. i mean the andrade I, I one i get that. again because of the puerto rico crowd but 
Yeah, that true, really was probably one. That, that rubbed me up the wrong way, that did. That <laughs> 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 really, really, uh, uh, yeah, over that one. Um, uh, okay. Well, I'm fascinated to know uh, who's, go- who's going next and how you view some of these people, because some of these names are just really mega hard. Oh, I, as a very brief aside, I nearly, nearly, and I, put, I wrote it down, nearly had MJF versus The Rock. <laughs> I nearly <laughs> had it, but I changed brilliant. it. <laughs> I mean, the promo would have been dope, but damn. Oh, MJ, MJF would have de- just decimated him. He yeah. would have decimated The Rock, would have just been throwing catchphrases, and MJF would have been like, oh, it's not working, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. All right. Um, Mr. Colocott, shall we run through your selection of your pay-per-view? Okay, let's do this. Um, but yeah, Iman, if you think, well, if either of you think you, you've overbooked and tried to cram <laughs> everything into a pay-per-view, then uh, yeah, you ain't seen nothing yet. Have you got eight, eight four-man <laughs> four <man> matches? <laughs> Oh my God! Just don't open with a forty-man Royal Rumble. Don't don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. You'd be surprised. <laughs> You'll be surprised. Um, well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go quickly because I'm conscious of time. So, uh, venue's really straightforward. Uh, Wembley Stadium. Wow. I've got Michael Cole, Michael Cole, Jr. Corey Graves, Night One with. Uh, Night One hosts New Day and Buster Rhymes, obviously. Hosts, um, nice, obviously. And, <laughs> and Night Two, I've got Booker T, Tony Schiavone, uh, Wade Barrett, uh, the hosts Sting, Miz, and Mark Hamill from Star Wars. Because uh, yeah, <laughs> what? That's, um, what? Obvious. <laughs> I'm loving um, the randomness already. Really? Sorry, is there any connection, any logic to Mark Hamill, or is there no? A, like, no, I just, I just, he's. He, he's kind of starting to to come into the zeitgeist again. He's starring in things, and yeah, I just think he's uh, a, 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 it would be a great host for for no apparent reason. Wow! Um, I, will, I will allow it. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So I know TJ and I did pre-shows, but I'm gonna I'm gonna whiz through these as quickly as possible. So night one pre-shows. I've got Jay White versus AJ Styles. Um, <gasps> Damn! I know, <laughs> I know that's, oh that's, that's quite controversial, isn't it? Putting them on the absolute fire, mate. Yeah. Jesus, I know. Be the one um, most watched pre-show of all time. Like no oh, one's shit. missing. Anything. I mean, that is a good way to get people in early. You announce yeah. those two on the pre-show. Well, Everyone's well, going to be there for it. This is what I was actually thinking because the pre-shows are so are often so bad. They just kind of they're filler. I didn't want the pre-show in this case to be fluff. So I thought, yeah, okay, I'm yeah. going to put some real hard hitters some in Some main here. event motherfuckers in there. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and the next, the next day, Jay White and AJ, AJ Styles have decided to leave WWE and AEW. <laughs> Damn. Um, and I've got, it's a no DQ match, and the winner is Styles with Styles Clash uh, through the announce table. Um, <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, ov- like obviously. Um, then I've got Miro versus Bron Breaker. Um, oh, wow. nice. Yeah, and a dog nice. collar match. And oh, Bron, Bron yeah. going over with a submission sleeper using the chain. Wow. Okay. Damn. Um, Bron Miro, good match. That would be a hell of a match, actually. <laughs> and and this is going to get me a lot of hatred because this really should be on the main um, on the main show. But I've got uh, Bianca Belair versus Britt Baker um, Ooh, with wow. Baker going over with the lockjaw. Um Oof. 
I know it's a really ridiculously strong. Um, it's the world's greatest pre-show, everybody. It, yeah. <laughs> is okay. Right. Let's let's wow. go to match one. Okay. Um. So I've got Dragonf versus yeah. Swerve Ooh. in a Fool's yeah. Count Anywhere. Ooh, like it. Okay. I know. Lots of blood uh, and violence. And exactly. And I've got. <laughs> And I've got Dragonov going over with Torpedo Moscow outside of the ring, um, literally sending, my, sending him over the announce table and pinning him on the other side. Nice. Um, then you're going to love this, Imran. I, I nearly squealed like a child when you said it, but I've got DIY versus Young Bucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> brilliant. Oh, so Brilliant. <laughs> Great mind. Oh, I thought I thought I was uh, yeah, snuck in with that one to be honest. I didn't think you guys would have thought of it. Well done. Um, and I've got and again <laughs> the same. Well, probably not the same ending, but uh, the same winners is Bucks. Um, and I had like a no DQ match, so uh, I thought the Bucks would be funny if they both get low blows on Champa and Gargano, <laughs> Gargano, and uh, and win. Um, like that. Then I've got a tables, ladders, and chairs match, but this is honestly just ridiculous what I've got going on here. Um, I've got um, Christian, um, Wayne, and Luchasaurus uh, with Copeland being the surprise entrance, so he just turns up on the night and no one no one thinks that that would happen. And then I've got Judgment Day with Priest, Bala, Dom, and JD Donna. And okay. and basically, uh, I've got Dirty Dom. So Judgment Day win after Dirty Dom pins Copeland after Christian turns on him, hitting with a spear and then setting up a table for Dom to put Copeland through. Because it that's just never it's never ending. All all those guys ever do, all um, Christian and Copeland ever do is crap on each other and turn totally on each other yeah. and, and heal one minute and friends the next. So I thought, yeah, I'll just put that one in there. No, um, and I've moved this up and down the card so many times, but I, I wanted to see EO Sky, uh, Hikuru Shida and Oscar in the same match. I just thought that would be awesome. Um, and I would kind of put Sky over for the win um, with Bailey causing a distraction uh, to actually get at the win, but then turning on Sky with a beatdown after. So that's kind of, you know, uh, obviously. So was that a triple threat? Yeah, triple threat. Yeah. So EO, Oscar, and, and sorry, I missed the third one? Sheeta. Sheeta. Yeah. That'd be, so, that'd be dope. I like that. Um, then I've got Lynch versus Chris Statlander. Becky versus Chris Statlander. Ah, okay. oh, yeah. Nice. And and Lynch wins, but only after interference from Charlotte, with a lot of different factions getting involved. Ooh. Um, Is Becky turning heel. Exactly, exactly that. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice heel turn in there. Um, and I, I put Adam Cole facing Nakamura next. Uh, wow! I just I thought oh, that would be good. I thought that'd be quite a, a, a sexy um, kind of wrestling. Did they, did they never fight in NXT? I guess 
I don't know. I... Cole was late. Cole was much later, wasn't he? Yeah, that's, that's Cole was late. I think yeah. Nakamura was called up by them, but I could I be wrong. He came through. Wrong. Yeah, no, I think you're yeah. right. When Cole got to be champion, Nak was up in main roster. Okay, yeah, like I it. think he was. Yeah, being ruined at that point. Um, um, but yeah, I thought it would also be be funny that that Roddy um, would almost <laughs> cost Cole the match on a number of occasions, but. Um, in the end, uh, Nack goes clean over Cole with wow. Kinsa- Kin- Sasha. Kinshasa. Kinshasa. Yeah, Kinshasa. Um, and then I can't believe no one thought of this. Actually, I can. It's terrible. But anyway, which, I can't which, which, which match are we up to, by the way? Uh, we're match? on seven. Okay, so it was pronounced match. Okay, cool. So I went the devil versus demon match. Oh, oh. work that one out. That's a good idea. Yeah, Finn, Matt. Finn versus um, Jeff. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Demons is in the voices in his head. Oh, Oh, Randy. Randy. I went Randy, Randy. yeah. Oh, okay. Balor would have been a good call, but I couldn't put him in again. Um, To be fair, he hasn't been Demon for a while, so okay. No, exactly. Um, Yeah, so MGF versus Randy Orton. Um, lots of cheating. Uh, Cole slips MGF the diamond ring after Randy uh, was pushed into the ref. Uh, but in the end, MGF actually takes Randy down, hitting his own version of the RKO just for the biggest fuck you to Randy moment. I love that. That's a pure so, <laughs> yeah, so MGF goes over. So, um, interestingly, the, the, the final the final um and um yeah again it it's it, it is similar to where you went in man it's just a different aw uh guy going against reigns and i went with reigns versus danielson Ooh, right okay now I think that this match has happened on yeah, um, yeah, a few times. Yeah, it has happened a few times. So that you could could argue, I, I I've gone for something repetitive, but I kind of felt like you know what, uh, Danielson is now one of the leaders of AEW. He's yeah, no longer yeah. the the kind of same character. Uh, even Reigns at this point has become That's something true. else. So I just thought it would be awesome, and I have a bit of a storyline to it. So first of all. It's a faction versus faction match. So if you think of it of black, black yeah. exactly, and yes. and the losers faction gets disbanded. That's just because you want to see BCC get disbanded, isn't it? <laughs> well, you, you'd think that, but I've actually got Danielson Whoa. going over. Wow! Yeah. What? So Both here we go. Loses a match. Get out. Exactly. You're not going to believe this, right? So here we go. So, uh, Sakura spikes Reigns by mistake, but he survives. But then later, when the ref is knocked down, God, I, f- I feel like this is a theme with the ref getting knocked down a lot. Um, Sakura throws Reigns a chair, but Danielson hits the psycho knee onto the chair and gets the win. The bloodline is no more, and Sakura and Reigns begin their feud. Uh, okay. It's a good way to wow. freshen them up. Like it. Okay. And you yeah. got Reigns on a main event of the night one as well. I know, that's another ballsy move. Yeah. It was very ballsy. Uh, Good matchup, actually. It makes yeah. as much sense as my Kenny one and Roman, to be <laughs> honest. I think they're the same, like, they represent the same thing at this point for yeah, AEW. So, absolutely. Yeah, and you're right, like, Danielson's 
a different person now to the person he was in that um, WWF, WWF, <laughs> WWE. So um, yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. Like it, nice. Um, Shall I go so to that's night? Your, that's your night one. What's happening yeah. on night two? That was night one. Um, I've got a battle royale. Shall I? Shall I skip it or <laughs> shall I do it? <laughs> do it. Do it. Okay. Go for it. So I've got um, uh, Alan, Hook, McIntyre, Sheamus, Hayes, Hobbs, Guerra. Utah, Garcia, Pack, Ricochet, Butch, Holland, Strowman, Andrade, uh, Buddy Matthews, King, Lethal, Reed, and Keith Lee. In, a, in yeah, are the twenty men? And I put to try and make it mean something and be a bit interesting. Uh, the winner of this match gets added to the Intercontinental versus international match and i know that's the match for kudos it's not a match for the belt but i just thought okay it'd be interesting and i thought it would be fun because just similar to to you and man and well tj yourself you you mentioned how much you like carmelo hayes i really think he's awesome and um he actually uh he he wins the match uh it's it's him mcintyre and hobbs uh, in the ring at the end, and whilst Hobbs and McIntyre trying to like throw each other over the rope, he does the opportunistic thing of pushing them over. Um, wow. So he, he wins. So basically, yeah, while they're brawling, he just helps them both over the rope. Um, Very good. And I can just say, you mentioned someone I absolutely forgot about in that lineup. There, you had Pack, and I am mildly kicking myself for. Um, not having included him at all, I think it, out of sight, out of mind with his current injury, which is uh, very embarrassing. I I, I did think of him late on. To be fair, like I wanted to do Pack Osprey, um, but oh, I was kind of like, well, they're I, different brands, huh? same brand, same brand, it, aren't they? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. I thought, well, yeah, obviously that's against the rules, so I can't yeah. do that. Um, so it was a bit, yeah, I kind of put him back in. in and late because pa- I, I freaking love Pat. He's, awesome. He's just yeah. so yeah. good. Um, oh, that's embarrassing. But um, yeah, so the for the Intercontinental International Championship match, where it's just obviously a kudos, kind of a brand versus brand thing. Um, I put uh, Orange Cassidy, Carmelo Hayes, obviously because Hayes has inserted himself into the match uh, versus Logan Paul. And, um, yeah, pretty straightforward. Um, Hayes hits nothing but net on uh, on Paul. So Paul gets the win. Uh, so eats, sorry, eats the loss. Get it around the right way. Um, oh, Carmelo wins. Yeah. Wow. Hell yeah. Get a big push. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Um, then I've got uh, another kind of, uh, multi tag team match. Now I forgot the format. Is it is it uh, a tornado match where all tags count? Is that right? No, tornado. Tornado tag? is. I think everyone's in at the same time. It's tornado. Yeah, tornado uh, okay. is no tags. What yeah, what yeah. is it? Is it just is it just called all? Ta- you know, what's the one where anyone can tag anyone else in? Or is that so it's like, like four teams like on each corner? Is it? Yeah, if you have like a four, fatal four way, then anyone can ah. tag anyone else in. Okay. Well, I, I've <laughs> it, this. You have, this, a, yeah, this you have a tag match of some sort. Yeah, this kind of works then because I've got uh, Sakura and Jimmy Uso 
uh, Alpha Academy, Acclaimed, and Big Bill and Starks. Okay, yeah, that works. Yeah. So, and yeah, anyone could tag anyone in. But um, yeah, I, I wasn't kidding when I, say, I said stack the card, get them all in, pack them in, lads. <laughs> you got a lot of people. <laughs> you know. have a very happy couple of companies by the end of this. Yeah. I have pissed off half of my roster on both sides. So, <laughs> Yeah, it's like um, I'm either sponsored or something weird's <laughs> going on here. Um, but yeah, I thought I, I wanted to... Uh, get acclaimed uh, winning this one. And as a bit of kind of um, a callback, uh, basically Jimmy, when he was about to pin uh, Max, is Max Caster clean? Uh, he gets pulled out of the ring by Jay. So like a kind of callback revenge thing. Hmm. Yeah. Like it. And yeah. Right. And, and then acclaimed kind of double team Sakura and they hit critical Critically acclaimed. I think I get that right and get the Is that win. Maybe the finish. It's their early finisher. I don't think they've done it in a oh. while. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I've seen um, Castell as the mic drop, but um, I didn't know about that. Hmm. Yeah, it's one of their their, their first finishes, but I, they, nice. they seem to do scissor me timbers a lot more instead, which is yeah, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Cool. Right. So onto the main card. So yeah, Iman, you you seem to be disparaging of my boy uh, Claudio. I didn't like that. No, not disparaging. I just didn't think he was of name value with Brock Lesnar. Well, wow. Okay. Oh, hello. (laughs) (laughs) So I've got him against Bobby Lashley and Brock in a in a fatal three way. Oh man. I mean, and that's a, a whole lot of beef right there. Meaty match. <laughs> exactly. It's uh, it, it's a veritable full-on meat lovers buffet, I, I think you'll find. Basically, yes. And I actually thought it'd be fun to get Claudio to get the opportunist pin on Lashley. So basically, Brock F5's Lashley. Um, Claudio runs in with a European uppercut, like a flying European uppercut, sending Brock over the top rope, then pinning Lashley. Nice. Uh, and then I've that, got man. God. I got lost. Well, see, my... we. I just to say, we again. I nearly had Cla- um, Claudio Brock. That's funny. Uh, so yeah. Um, and then I've got FTR and Lucha Brothers uh, or Bros versus Street Profits and KO and Zayn. So it's it's oh, good okay. to see we, both of us put. Uh, Kao and Zayn together mm. um, and then I had because profits are supposed to be heroes these days um, they basically storm off um, leaving Zayn and Kao on their own and yeah basically Zayn eats the pin after the big rig nice wow. yeah so that's so we've re- yeah FTR and Ko and Sammy yeah <laughs> we've done that we've both done it it's funny yeah but yeah FTR and, yeah um, yeah so FTR and, and Lucha Bros win um, yeah so this is a, a weird one um, I, I, I doubt I doubt anyone's got Jericho in their lineup but <laughs> nope I kind of <laughs> I kind of <laughs> thought for fun wouldn't to have a battle of the mouths um, 
match. <laughs> like a makeout? So hang on, oh, hang on. Bear, bear with me. Bear with me. So as in the winner has to climb a ladder to get Jimmy Hart's loud hailer from the rope hanging over the ring. And then they have to announce their win and become the ultimate promo king. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, so Jericho versus LA Knight, obviously. And Oh my good pair. Uh, That's brilliant. And LA Knight wins, obviously. Oh okay. wow. Okay. <laughs> and so and ridiculous. I, I'm hoping I'm not the only one that did uh, this next match, but I, I went with uh Tony Storm versus Rhea Ripley. I thought that would be a a really obvious yeah. one. Well, they 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 fought up NXT UK. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. Oh yeah, they were both in NXT UK. I actually forgot about that. I was thinking they may have fought on the main roster, but um, yeah, good matchup. There's nothing wrong with that matchup, Dan. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah no, no, no. They, yeah, they have. Yeah, they they fought. I think a, a long running feud. Definitely. Um, yeah. This yeah. this was just again. I just thought that they're very. I think they're very similar in, in stature, but I, I really think they've got completely contrasting gimmicks now, whereas mm. they certainly didn't in NXT. Um, so I thought that would be cool. And it, and I did a two out of three falls, full, falls count nice. anywhere. Um, and Rhea wins with a Riptide. So she wins 2-1. Um, and... Uh, this this is the dependent because before before we we started doing this, I thought she was going to come in, but I thought Dirty Dom could be actually uh, slapped, beaten up, or just run <laughs> off by Ma- Mariah May. I don't know if you pronounce it Maria Maria May. Um, if she joins um, AEW, which she's kind of rumored to be coming in, but uh, interesting. Or rather, hang on. Um, yeah, WWE rather, not AEW. Get that right, right way. Okay. Hmm. Right. Uh, and then match five. So I am steaming through, just conscious of time. No, no, no. Go, go for it. Um, I did. And again, this, you know, I'm, I'm bringing back older rivalries, matches that have happened before. But I kind of thought it would be cool to see Cody Rhodes versus Samoa Joe in a cage match. Wow, because I was oh. just going to say, Imran, you didn't have Cody on your card. At He's all, in did my you? multi-person match. He's in my four-on-four elimination. Oh yeah, so so yeah, there it is. Okay, oh, yeah, nice. okay. I'm, I'm just cool. I'm I like him and I want him to beat Roman. But I'm just not really a fan of okay. like him as an in-ring competitor. It's I like okay. him a lot, it's and okay. I, you don't I have just, to defend yourself. He's <laughs> one of my controversial ones, it's so fine. I thought, it's okay, yeah, it's okay. It's I just please. You don't have to. <laughs> but the, the win for this was um, now I don't know how the hell this would work in, in my head I, I can visualize it but I think it's absolute nonsense but I, <laughs> I, I thought, <laughs> it's wrestling dude all of it's nonsense <laughs> I thought it would be fun to have obviously because it's a cage match and it, it it's kind of the first person that, that uh, touches the mat outside or comes outside wins oh, old school yeah. yeah, exactly. So, but I thought in this case, what what if they're they're both on the outside of the cage, and Cody does a cutter on on Holy Joe, <laughs> and they go through the announce table and both roll off onto the ground at the same time. 
He's giving him a Cody car off the side of the cage through the announcer tape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so RIP to uh, Cody and <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Uh, you, you so is a draw? Yeah, it's a double KO. Yeah, well, double, so double wild. win, whatever. I, I call it the, like, the prize. The prize for wildest the finish definitely goes to that match. Okay, <laughs> what else do you got coming up next? That's... Yeah, I did again. This is again a match that's kind of happened before, but I I want to see see it. Well, actually. I don't know if if I remember seeing this um, during CM Punk's run in AEW. Did did CM Punk um, fight Omega? No, he never got there. Uh, no, you're right. Oh, no, he thank, didn't. thank God for that. Because in my head, I don't think it happened. But I I thought you you ultimate experts would tell me, oh, yeah, come on, Dan, that happened on a oh, uh, an episode of Rampage or something. But yeah, um, <laughs> then. Nah, that's never happened. But yeah, so um again, uh, uh a three out yeah, three out of two falls, is that the how you say the two out of three, two out two out of three, three falls yeah. um match of punk versus Omega yeah. with Omega fighting as the baby face and actually making a late comeback after Punk goes two 0 up and yeah, he he kind of fights from um underneath and wins with a Canadian destroyer. Is there any backstory you're pulling from, or? Um, <laughs> might, be, might be, might be a little bit of a little bit history. Do they hang out much? Just, or? A, just a touch. I don't know what you. Thomas did with his dog. I think. I, I don't know what you mean. I mean, what what, what backstory? Am, am I oh. legally allowed to talk about the backstory? <laughs> no, wait. The backstory. The backstory is it's a uh, it's a it's a what's the name of Punk's dog? Oh, oh. damn. Um, Ralph. Larry. 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 Larry on a pole Larry on a pole match. <laughs> Larry is on a pole and whoever gets up there first and gets with the pole wins. Done. Very good. It's Very money good. right there. Just yep. pure yeah. money. I think so, yeah. But yeah, there's 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 obviously no other, you know, back backstory to it whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Um then Interestingly enough, uh, penultimate match. I've got Malachi Black versus Gunter. Ooh, <laughs> nice! Damn, that's good fight. Cool. That's good. Because I <sighs> don't know. I mean, Malachi Black is just criminally underused, and I thought this this could kind of be billed as as the kick versus the slap, or the kick versus <laughs> the chop. You know, um, oh, then you got you got to have a move in there where they like both kick and slap at the same time, and it just creates a. Bomb. I think you just stepped on the like, finish. You, yeah, just that was like a, you just get like a mushroom cloud effect in the middle of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, brilliant! The, 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 the ring collapses and <laughs> the stadium yeah, crumbles. Stadium crumbles around them. Um, brilliant. But yeah, uh, Gunter gets uh, a clean win, um, but then gets a beat down by the rest of House of Black. Um, but Imperium walk away; they don't protect him. Ooh. Oh, yeah! Fuck you, slap man. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So, sowing the seeds of kind of that falling apart a bit. Mm. Um, now, th- the main event again. I, I kind of what I what I did was because. I I was in safe knowledge that I think you guys were going to produce matches that have never been put on. So I I knew that you would get 
that balance of just incredible matches that everyone has always wanted to see but has never seen. So this is why I kind of, on, on a few occasions, at least three occasions, I've revisited things uh, rather than go that route. So I'm just sort of punching in a different direction. So I've I've gone another kind of shield revisit route and gone with Seth versus Mox. Oh, right. Okay. Because again, it, it was... Very different people now. It, very different people. You know, they, they've had some really long rivalries um, back in WWE. And I always kind of felt that Mox was playing second fiddle to Reigns and Rollins. Really, he's because by the time I think, you know, at, at, at the moment, he, he really should have been um, given a lot more kind of respect and, and stature. It, you know, the, the the company had, had kind of moved, solidly moved on by that point and gone with, um, you know, with Reigns and Rollins and, and Mox was getting... What, what was the last gimmick he had where he was afraid of germs and wearing a gas mask? It was a pile of shit, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> he he was lose, losing to um, Bray Wyatt when, when, think, when holograms came out of... TVs or something, yeah. So it all went went a bit wrong. So I I really thought um, it would be good to revisit that one and sort of set the record straight. And I want Mox to go over um, uh, with an equalizer, possibly off the turn top turnbuckle through a table because this is a last man standing match. Wow. So okay. it would be brutal and it would go long, and there would be so much blood that. Everyone like um, when you go to uh, Sea World and see Shamu the whale, and you get soaked. <laughs> Basically, that's what's happening on the front rows. It's like there's a a blood warning. It's like, oh god, if you sit in the first three rows, then you're going to get showered by Moxley's blood, and uh, and Swerve will run in and have a drink and then pop out again. I <laughs> know oh, it was the other way around, wasn't it? Wasn't it Hangman that drank his blood? Oh, of course it was, yeah. Oh, yeah, good yeah, point. He's a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is kind of just reversing that and Swerve saying, you know, hey, I like blood as well. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Like it. Just it's caught somewhere over it. I do like, you, like how you've rekindled. I do like the kind of Seth Moxley kind of revisit to... Uh, and and the Danielson Roman run as well, actually, I like because again, like you say, they're very different uh, in very different places, different characters now. Um, everyone's kind of moved on and matured in a lot of ways, and be good to kind of revisit those and kind of see see how it goes. I didn't actually top up the uh, AW versus WWE scores on your ones, actually. Oh uh, no, I don't know. I should have done that as well. Night one, but I just wanted to say, yeah, I I kind of. I think you, well, I don't know about you, TJ, but I imagine both you and Imran, you're, you're kind of more on the cutting edge, the future, and, and kind of looking forward, whereas I'm sort of, a lot of what I was doing was kind of making up for terrible booking in the past and, and mm. things that didn't go well uh, in, in WWE, like, you know, screw you, McMahon, is I think that was kind of my approach, and I kind of took that approach just to just to try and be a little bit different. But um, 
you did a really good job of getting way more people in the car than I did. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I literally like had like two the list of WWE names and a list of AEW names, and I was like, okay, that that works, that works, that. And then it was just like so many people left over. I was like, oh god, that's going to be new to me. Um, so yeah, any thoughts on the on the Dan's match card, Imran? Uh, yeah, I um the Christian Edge kind of reconnecting on a TLC match is a really cool uh, spin, and obviously Edge reconnect revisiting the Judgment Day rivalry as well is that you know works out really well uh, for that match. Oh, yeah, so that was pretty that. cool. Yeah, yeah it's sort <laughs> of an interesting way to connect it over cross promotion. So nice. that's kind of a really cool um pairing um in a weird way the one that there's two matches that really 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 stand out of um dragonov and swerve i think is a yeah really good i think that, like, that would probably be my match over the both nights yeah that that's um yeah i think that's a really good pairing particularly obviously this version of swerve i think that's mm. a that's a really good look um and um there was another one um oh mjf randy that's a good that's a really good <laughs> Uh, pairing up as well, but um, Malachi Gunther, uh, another one that I I really really dug. Um, uh, you got Jericho on that. I I nearly I should have mentioned actually. I had Andrade versus Punk. It was so nearly Jericho and Punk, um, just because you know just the, as a history and mm. you know they've obviously had lots of words with each other recently. So I thought that might be a fun way to revisit, uh, kind of put a full stop on there kind of rivalry and everything but yeah it's cool that you got Jericho in there then I wondered if he was going to be included at all and that's not a comment on him at all mm. but um yeah just things the way they are but yeah um Punk Kenny yeah that has to happen at some point sort of thing doesn't it so yeah that that would be awesome to watch wouldn't it yeah I nearly awesome. I did nearly have Seth versus Kenny that was yes I, I really, it, it took a lot to, to not put that in. And I, I did even at one point, for a long time, I had Reigns versus Swerve just for something wow. completely left field. Just yeah. to see what the hell would that be like? But mm. yeah, I kind of chickened out of a few matches, I must admit. Cool. Yeah. Really fun card, though. Cheers. Cards, uh, I guess. Um, but yeah, whatever. All right. Brilliant. Shall I bring this sucker home? Do it. Yes. Do it, TJ. All right. Uh, we are an hour and 20 minutes in, and I shall breeze through this one as quickly as I can. I'll do what you did in mine, actually. I will do a copy-paste job, I think. I'll try to. Anyway. Cool, cool. Um, okay, so starting off with venue. Um, I considered uh, UK, Wembley, obviously. Um, but then I kind of thought, if you like, these are two American companies, essentially. I for me, I couldn't. You couldn't have it anywhere outside of U.S. soil in a in a in a weird way. And it's interesting that all three of us are on three different continents, actually. Um, so I have gone for. I kind of did a little bit, tiny bit of research, and I went for the AT and T Stadium in Dallas, Texas, which holds. And I went. I went for capacity and kind of location as well, because it kind of sits in the middle of the country. It's not specifically east or west coast. Um, so AT and T holds eighty thousand, but it's expandable up to one hundred and five thousand people. Oh wow! So wow. assuming Damn. this this would sell out, this would be the largest um, paid attendance of any wrestling show ever 
Wow. And then Trips can rest easy and go, hey, fuck you, Tony. Well, we're working <laughs> together. But um, so yes. <laughs> was that where they did? Was that where they did the recent, not recent, uh, Mania where Austin returned? Uh, I think so. I think that yeah. wasn't Texas, it was, it wasn't it? It, it wasn't that, Texas, yeah. yeah. I think it might have been, yeah. Okay. Um, so, so, yeah, so that is my venue. Um, so, for my commentary team, I've gone, I am a big fan of old school two man commentary teams. I'm not a massive fan of 50,000 different voices, people talking over each other, all that kind of crazy stuff. So, I've gone old school uh, and I've gone for. But I've gone kind of done a bit of a mix and match job. So um I have gone for Excalibur and Corey Graves on night one and Michael Cole and Taz on night two. Okay. Um I know Michael Cole gets a lot of stick. Um, but I think he's actually gotten a lot better since Vince has left. Mm. Uh he's a lot more relaxed and he's also got the air of a man who's been doing a job for a long time and doesn't give two shits now. But in a in a good way, in terms of he kind of says what he feels, and he's he's not so much of a I don't know so much of a weird ass robot that he has been for years. Um, and I love Excalibur on AEW. I think he's awesome. Yeah, he's very good. Very Corey good. Graves, when he's not being too much of a Corey Graves, he's actually a really good <laughs> color commentator. And Taz is just absolutely brilliant. And I think it'd be quite nice to get Cole and Taz to kind of pair up again for old time's sake as mm. well. So those are two logical pairings, I think. Excalibur and Graves would, you know, they 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 have def- they definitely have their distinct roles on commentary, and yeah. I think that's a good pairing. Cole and Taz pairing now that makes sense, and it calls back to whatever it was twenty odd years ago. So, well, yeah, very good. Yeah. Um, so my pre-shows, I shall uh, breeze through this one. Um, I have just messed up my thing, so bear me one second. Um, I, I um, went for, uh, on night one, I've got uh, match one, Puck, Malachi, Black and Buddy Matthews. So kind of House of Black. I think they did, they did a trio's matches with the three of them a while ago. And Pat kind of yeah, yeah, in. they did, they did. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I've got those three versus Gargano, Champa, and Ricochet. I just think, as an opening match on a pre-show, lots of high flying, some excellent wrestling. Um, it'd just be a good fun match to kind of kick yeah. things off and get some people on the card that I want to see on the card. But I couldn't fit them onto the main card, so you're going to the pre-show. So that is nice. match one. Uh, and then match two is um, Ricky Starks versus LA Knight. I just think it'd be <laughs> yes. fun to see some of the promos between those two. Um, and yeah, I just think it would be just fun to hear them going back and forth promos. So um, similar logic to Dan's as well, Jericho in LA Knight, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice. Um, so that'd be good fun. And then match three on the pre-show, uh, Thunder Rosa versus EO Sky. Um, not really any massive history. I just think both of them are two excellent wrestlers and I think they'd work really well in the ring together. Um, oh, I didn't give you winners. Um, House of Black would win their match. Uh, LA Knight would beat Ricky Starks and EO Sky would go over Thunder Rosa. Nice. So that's my pre-show. So, um, night one, opening match. How do we kick this off? Young Bucks, because they always tend to have excellent opening matches. Uh, I'm going to have them up against the Usos. Ooh. Um, 
I just think it'd be an excellent match. Two of the best tag teams on the planet. I think it's a it's a rivalry that I think a lot of people have kind of wanted to see the kind of preeminent teams from either side go up against each other. Um, so yeah, I think that would be an excellent match. And who goes? I if someone's job was to count the super kicks in that match. I mean, <laughs> super kick fucking forever. Um, there would be a, it would be a spot where they kind of do four super kicks kind of crossing over and knock each other out. I don't know how you do it, but there would be like a spot that does that. So, um, and who's going over? The Usos. Wow. Ooh. I think the Usos Ooh. will go over. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, this is assuming, of course, Jimmy and Jake get back together, obviously. Um, but yes, so that's the Usos going over and they, they just beat him clean. No, no cheating, no... No chicanery, just uh, yeah, just a keen pin. Nice, great opener. Like right, it. so match two. Um, I'm going to dip into the women's well. That's uh, that sounded way better in my head than it. Oh, we've just been cancelled. So nice knowing you guys. <laughs> um, so for match two, we've got Chris Statlander versus Rhea Ripley. Controversial, perhaps, having Rhea Ripley so early on the card, as she is one of the top names on WWE. But I think both of these women are powerhouses, and Mm. I think it would be a good physical match between two very powerful uh, women. Um, And it would be a great great showcase for Chris Chris Statlander to go up against someone with Rhea Ripley's skills. Um, But ultimately, she would fall, and Rhea Ripley would go over with a riptide. Clean win. Nice. Nice. Very good. Um, <laughs> so, match three. This is... this. One, I've actually got a little star on this one on my list. Um, this would just be... Well, it wouldn't be the most... Would it be the most violent match on either night? I think it... Nice. Interesting, actually. This match and the next match are going to be two of the hardest-hitting matches on night one. So, match three is going to be... Samoa Joe versus Gunter. Good pairing. Chops galore, wow. baby. Just, <laughs> just chops. Uh. Just on top of chops. Just, oh. We've got some good Gunther matchups, I gotta yeah. say. That's good. That I mean, is great. Gunther's a fucking legend anyway, so. But, yeah. um, good so, match. yeah, so, I mean, that would just be two big sweaty men slapping the shit out of each other. That's kind of what you want, really. Nice. Um, <laughs> so, again, sounded better in my head. Um, oh, anyway, what, what you do in the shower is... Uh... <laughs> anyway, um, so the winner for that match is going to be Samoa Joe. Um, <gasps> wow. wow. Yeah. Joe's going. Oh, no one's beating any, wow. any match that I'm any match card uh, pay per view I'm booking. So Samoa Joe's never never losing a match. Just just gonna put that out from now. <laughs> um, so yes, so that is match three. Uh, match four is gonna be another smash mouth, as Iran uh, put it. Match, and this one is gonna be Hangman versus Drew McIntyre. Oh. 
Oh, oh. nice. So Good I was thinking, I, I really wanted Drew to be on the card and I wanted Hangman. And I was thinking, I, I just, those, the matches that Sheamus had with Drew, that like series of matches that they had that were just like pure violence and just kicking the shit out of each other. Like Hangman and Drew, just stick him in a ring and just let him go. Um, and yeah, that would be, that would just be awesome. So, um, so who's going to go over? Uh, Hangman is going to go over. Wow. Um, yeah, it's going to close line of shit out of him. But yes, um, all of my matches so far are clean wins, by the way. No interference or anything like that so far. I've got, actually, I've only got one fuck finish on night one, and I've now got three on night two, so that's more of a WWE night. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's match four. Match five. Uh has this match already happened? I think it may have already happened, but I, anyway, I'll, I'll put it down and see what you guys think. Uh, so match five is going to be Eddie Kingston versus CM Punk. Now, right. It's in, it was interesting trying to work out who to put Punk up against. Cause obviously he was just in AW recently and he faced all their top guys and he's now a top guy at WWE. So who do you put him up against? And then I kind of had to think about it'd be interesting, especially with, I know that Eddie had some spicy words to say about Punk when Punk was around, mm. kind of alluding to him being a bit of a cancer to the locker room and da da da, all that kind of stuff. So I thought it'd be interesting to kind of play on that a bit now that what went down with Punk went down and Kingston is now a champion and, or was a champion. Um, and I just thought that'd be a really interesting dynamic Again, promos would be absolutely fire between these two as well. Mm. Um, and I had this one as a last man standing match as well. Mm. Um, so pretty violent, lots of stuff going on outside the ring. But at the end of the night, my main man, Eddie Kingston, prevails. Wow, that's a bold pick. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, 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 I just feel like I like the idea of Kingston, and it, and this isn't a oh I hate CM Punk bandwagon jumping thing. I just feel like <laughs> it'd be it'd be good, and I, I I feel like the vibe of that the vibe of the match, Eddie would be the babyface and Punk would be would play the heel as well, and I just think the pop if Kingston were to win a match like that would be gigantic. Um, so so yeah, I'm gonna give the people what they want. Wow. So hang on, I just wanted to interject. None of us have Punk winning. No, I just checked as well. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> it's a bad night for Punk. Um, so, match six. I have... MJF versus Kevin Owens. Now, this one may feel wow. a little bit random, but um, I think I think I was coming at this one from a... What would what would have some absolutely awesome uh, promos? I think off the back of doing Kingston Punk, I was like, oh, who, who else would be like really good like having promos ahead of it? And MJF and Kevin Owens would be outstanding. I just I just love to get the two of them in a ring in the middle of the ring with a couple of microphones and just let them go. Um, yeah, so I um, so yeah, that's uh, that's match six and that's interesting. Let's go on. Who's going to go over? It's going to be MJF. 
And it will wow. be my first fuck finish. Uh, as he will pull the diamond ring out of his <laughs> trunks, his sweaty trunks, unfortunately, and uh, spark Kevin Owens out. Um, so, yeah. It's my one and only fuck finish on the on the entire night, actually. So, <laughs> Kevin. Um, so yeah, poor KO. Um, so, yeah, that's KO done. Now, yeah, this next one. Do I believe in this one? I kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of do, but then I kind of. Yeah. Anyway, I'll I'll, I'll reveal. Is this uh, one a my, slapping meat one, or are you dipping in the women's well? I can't my, remember. Like, which dip, one? <laughs> dipping in the slapping meat well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> so this next one is, my penultimate match of night, actually, match seven, is going to be Will Ospreay versus Cody Rhodes. Oh. Now, I envision Ospreay being a big marquee name, obviously, for AEW when he comes, when he fully comes across. Uh, and they're gonna. I assume they're gonna push him to the moon, and he's gonna be the, the golden boy of the franchise, that sort of stuff. As Kenny probably starts to wind down, um, and I just thought it'd be interesting to have him up against AEW's previous golden boy, or whatever you want to call it. Um, and I think they'd have some, you know, some interesting, some really good promos. I think, you know, they've both been in Japan, and there's, you know, there's that bit of history there as well. I don't know if they fought in Japan ever. Mm, not, not sure. I don't know. Um, yeah. But uh, so yeah, so I thought that would be a good matchup, mm. and I had Will Ospreay winning that one uh, because he's awesome and he should never lose a match ever. <laughs> um, for my, for my uh, main event night one, I. Imran, you and I are men of refined taste. Oh, wow. Uh, because wow. I, I had a very similar mindset around. I wanted a women's match to headline one night and a men's match to headline sec- uh, another night. <clears throat> um, and yeah, Brit Breaker, Charlotte, I mean, it kind of had to be really. The, the two yeah. queens oh, of their respective brands. Um, even though they're not using Brit Breaker at the moment, which I think is fucking ridiculous but anyway stupid, um, so stupid yeah I think she's I think she's in I think she's injured but even then they're not even letting her go in and cut promos or anything it's really weird um so so yes and I would have Charlotte wow. going over um I don't know it just kind of made sense to me yeah. um you know she's a queen for a reason and all that all that guff so um so yeah that's my night one Hang on, so is that the same result as you, Iman? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's the only right option, I think. But with all due respect and love for Brit, but uh, and everything sure. that she's done, I mean, but Charlotte is... Yeah. Kind of... It, yeah. it kind of would, it would have felt weird, <laughs> Pico winning that. It'd be a good yeah. match, but yeah. So... Uh, okay, so night two. Uh, it's... Uh, so can I just say, I mean, oh. this is a, it's a fascinating, you've only got one tag match and everything else is a one-on-one. It's really, yeah, nice. Yeah, I, so, because I've kind of gone the, po- like, like I said, actually, before I started, like, I've kind of gone the opposite of Dan and yourself as well. Like, mm. I've got no, I've got like a couple of, I've got two 
two more tag matches in the next. So a lot of mine are like singles matches. Um, and I think I've, I've booked it more as a, what's a dream match I want to see? What's a dream match I want to see? What's a dream match I think people want to see? Uh, rather than what a booker should do in terms of, to a certain extent, in terms of balancing, getting as many names on the card as possible with putting together the matches that people want to see. Mm-hmm. So I think I've probably gone a bit too much the other way um, because I don't have any multi-man matches. I don't have any fatal four ways or triple threats or anything like that. So, um, but you know, it's my match, my pay-per-view. So fuck everyone. Um, <laughs> I like this approach. I have to say, yeah. I do like this approach. I think it speaks, I, it lets it, sorry, go on, sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. I was just saying, yeah, it's great. Sorry, you man. No, I was just going to say, I mean, it, you're right. It's dream one-time pairings, isn't it? In theory, mm. like in most of these cases, it's never happened before. Mm. And it's kind of like, let, let the mashup speak for themselves really. And let them kind of go in there and do, you know, do yeah. their thing and let it, let it be a one night only kind of gig. So, you know, yeah, it makes, it's, it makes sense. Yeah. TJ I mean, Sutherland, uh, real uh, name, no gimmicks. <laughs> the thing, uh, the thing I think about looking, when I look at my, both of my cards, actually, though, I think you would never book a pay-per-view like that because, or you shouldn't, yeah, I don't think you should book a pay-per-view like that because it, it is literally singles match, singles match, singles match, singles match, which is, which would be, as much as they are dream matches, I feel like that would be quite monotonous. And when you look at how pay-per-views are booked, you, you will get a kind of gimmick match or a triple threat or something like that, just to kind of break up the flow of the, of the night. So, and keep people awake to a certain extent. So, but I, um, I would actually counter that because you're you're dealing almost in the unknown because we don't really know what a pay per view would be like if it was just this format. If it didn't have so many kind of you know gimmicks and multi people match. Because I get, I definitely when it comes to, I, I would say at least like uh, weekly shows, I get exhausted by the amount of uh, multi-team, yeah. you know, team-ups and uh, tag matches and, and, and you know, oh, you got to have, you have a promo, people fall out over something stupid, then then people run in, start beating each other out, then then the, the faces or the heels run in, start beating each other up, and oh, and now it's a tag match. Uh, mm. You know what I mean? So I'd actually love to see something like this format because... I think it's got more, a lot more credit to it than than you probably think. Mm. Agree, yeah. Um, cool. All right, night two. So, what do we got here <clears throat> on the pre-show? We have uh, the acclaimed versus Alpha Academy as your opening match. Bit of a party match, bit of fun. Yeah. Oh, it's doing his weird ass caterpillar worm shit, and the acclaimed <laughs> scissoring the fuck out of everything that's not nailed down. <laughs> Um, so I'd have acclaimed winning that winning that one. Uh, match two: Darby Allen versus Bobby Lashley. Just because it's wow. just absolutely ridiculous, and I want to see oh Darby get God. thrown into orbit. Um, and obviously, Bobby Lashley's winning that. Although maybe Allen could win that one. Um, so yeah, Bobby Lashley's winning that one. And in match three, controversial. I don't know about this one, too, uh, <laughs> I'm looking at it here. And I'm like, oh, come match on, three. Man. Adam Cole versus AJ Styles. <laughs> oh, dude. Because, because 
I ran out of spaces on my um, <laughs> on my night two, um, and I really, really, really wanted to get Adam Cole on the on the, on the card. And then I was like, oh shit, I've got AJ Styles. You've set the bar very high for Matt, for card two. I've really got to say, if this is a pre-show match, yeah, wow, this is going to be epic. So, um, so yeah, that's my pre-show. Um, Good pre-show, <laughs> dare I say, great pre-show. But okay, um, okay. So my opening match um, <laughs> on night two is going to be. Brian Danielson and Moxley versus Logan Paul and Randy Orton. <laughs> wow. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> what? All right. Oh. That's great. All right. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Amazing. There's a, there's a method to the madness, right? <laughs> so you're thinking, you're looking at that going, okay, Danielson, Moxley, Logan Paul, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> One. To, to his credit, Logan Paul has actually proved himself to be a very good wrestler. He's fantastic. I get, I get, I, so I'll give him his due. Um, but I, I really liked the idea of uh, at some point in the match, so the match starts, everyone's going and all that kind of stuff. At uh, some point in the match, Logan Paul gets a bit cocky or whatever, either tags himself in or something like that, and Orton's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, but he's like, okay, fine, whatever. So uh, they're, they're getting the heat on Danielson. So Logan Paul t- tags himself in. And then um, as he's going along, he's beating up Danielson. And then he just smacks Randy Orton again and tags himself out again. And Orton's like, looks at him side eye and like, okay, all right. that's you get, two, you get two of those. And then another few minutes go by, they're still getting the heat on Danielson. And then Logan Paul does it again, tags himself in. So now Orton's like, okay, motherfucker. All right, no worries. You can see in his face he's, he's kind of had enough. Match goes on for a little bit longer. And at some point, um, I think Danielson's trying to get back to to his corner, whatever. Logan Paul's trying to stop him, trying to stop him. He's reaching to Orton to tag, reaching to Orton to tag. And then the camera shot, all you can see is him reaching for the corner. And then Orton comes in out of nowhere, funnily enough. <laughs> and uh, RKO's Logan Paul fucks up his whole day and then just walks out and leaves him. So now Logan Paul is on his own versus Brian Danielson and John Moxley. And Danielson makes hot tag to Moxley and Moxley basically murders <laughs> Logan Paul for the next 20 minutes. Not even trying to pin him. He's just And at the end, Moxley's his, covered in blood, not Logan is, Paul. Is, exactly. <laughs> He's carrying his dead <laughs> carcass around the ring, just oh hitting him God. with all sorts of horrific moves. Oh. And, uh, and yeah, then they pin him and they win. <laughs> do you not, I mean, I, I know you gave Logan credit as a wrestler, but do you not like him otherwise? <laughs> no, I, I, I actually don't. I know people um, dislike him for whatever reason. I, I actually, I give him respect for the way he's respected the, uh, the business of wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. The guy's put in the work, and he and he, he works his ass off, and he always he's always delivering in every match. I think I've seen him in, um, and he actually respect he seemingly respects the business. And everyone that talks about him training and all the rest of it say like he's he, you know he's 
really, really respectful of the wrestlers there and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I don't know the guy as a person, so, you know, whatever. I, don't, I, mm. I barely know him as a social media, whatever, influencer type person. So I don't really have an opinion on him either way, but I just thought it'd be funny, especially because of the reactions that he gets. Just <laughs> Moxley murdering Logan Paul, I think. I, and initially I had this as just Moxley versus Logan Paul. <clears throat> and then I was like, okay, I want to get Brian Danielson in. And then I thought the whole Randy Orton turning on him type thing would be typical Randy Orton and it would get a huge pop. And yeah, so I, uh, yeah. I love the story of it. So well done. That's, uh, that's, that's my <laughs> opening match. So, <laughs> um, so uh, next match in, next match in, uh, we're going back to ladies um, and we're going to go, uh, Jamie Hayter versus Bianca Belair. Oh. Two very good wrestlers, two very athletic and strong wrestlers as well. So I think similar to the Statlander Rhea Ripley match, really physical match, super, super athletic. Um, I think the two of them work really, really well together. Um, I think it'd be a hell of a match. Um, and at the end of it all, uh, the winner is Jamie Hayter. The clean, wow. clean finish. Oh, wow! Um, I didn't see that one. Yeah, no no yeah. way. You love um, Bianca Belair. I do like Bianca Belair. I, th- I, th- I rate her really, really highly. Um, but I, I actually prefer Jamie Hater. I think Hater. It's a, it's a real shame that she got uh, injured, and it's a huge shame that she didn't make it to Wembley because the yeah. pop she would have got out there would have been because she was like really on the ascension. She was super over at the time. When she, cause when she was champion and she got hurt and it's, yeah, that's, it's really good to tell her, her progress. So that's a real shame. Hmm. Um, match three. <laughs> this is, uh, <laughs> maybe my favorite match of night two, possibly, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm going to talk about brutal matches. We got Roosh. Versus Ilya Dragunov. Oh, wow. I love how Dragunov has been featured by all three of us. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And have, have you saw, Have you guys seen Rush's matches? Yeah. This guy, he goes like 150 miles an hour. The moment the bell goes to the moment the bell stops. Like, he's just absolutely incredible. And hits so hard. He doesn't hold back at anything. And then Dragunov... Just like you know how hard he goes as well, so I just think two of them together that would just be absolutely brutal, and someone may die and come back to life and then <laughs> die again. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I just think that'd just be a, an excellent Smash Mouth epic episode of violence, um, <laughs> which Dragonoff would win, yeah, um, uh, with a clean pin over Rouge. I think, um, think Roosh okay. should get more of a push. Oh dear. <laughs> Sorry, that was terrible. But yeah, he, he should get um, more time, mm. um, you know, more matches than he does. I think he's awesome. He's been in um, in the tournament, that the Continental uh, Classic Tournament. He's had some really good matches in that, actually. Um, even, he even has, but he hasn't, he hasn't won many, has he? Has he won one? Uh, no, he's won two... Oh, he only lost his first one, so he's on two. He's on like six points, I think. So, oh, okay, fair enough. So yeah, yeah he's, he's he's done pretty good. Um, but yeah, I love Roosh and I uh, love Dragonoff, and I want to see them 
beat the shit out of each other. Um, so, match number four. Get some tag team action up in here. We're going to have the Lucha Brothers versus the Judgment Day. Um, again, I just think Lucha Brothers are awesome. Um, Judgment Day, you know, Ballot Priest, a- another awesome tag team. I just mm. think they'd have incredible chemistry in the ring. Um, and it would just be a fun match. And uh, the winners of that one would be the Judgment Day. Um, and that would be uh, a fuck finish with a Dom <laughs> assist doing oh. his usual dirty Dom bullshit, distract the referee. And then, yeah. Nice. Judgment Day go on to win. Good match, um, actually. Next match, you're going to love this one. <laughs> um, match five is going to be Swerve Strickland versus Brock Lesnar. Wow. <laughs> oh, dear. I mean, oh. damage. <laughs> yeah. Pure damage. Uh, and the winner of this matchup is going to be Swerve Ooh, Strickland. No. <laughs> Damn. God. Might be controversial. I don't know about that. But, yeah. but I, th- I Ooh, feel wow. like Especially because this isn't the Swerve that was in NXT. Mm. Swerve now, on top of obviously, he's been awesome for a long time. But he's was also a bit of a he's like huge now. He's put on a lot of bulk, and I think he could he could kind of go a bit toe to toe with Brock in some respects. Um, but he's got the agility as well, and I think he could kind of, I think he could do he could do a job there. So, and it's my pay per view, and I like Swerve, so yeah. Um, <laughs> So yes, Swerve goes over there by wow. um, doing his uh, uh, what is it? The Swerve Stomp? Is that what it's called? Uh, his finishing yeah. move when he stamps on their, uh, their, yeah. their shoulders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, doing that on Brock's head into a cinder block and pulverizing <laughs> his skull because that's the only way you would beat Brock Lesnar. Um, so following that... Match six will be uh, Jay White versus Seth Rollins, oh. um, which uh, I just think cool. would be an incredible match. Uh, and I'm going to put them in a steel cage. <gasps> wow. Because uh, just to try and... I love the gasp from Dan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, the purposes for that would be to make sure that the guns, uh, the rest of the, the, the gun club, don't interfere in the match. Uh, so, um, so yeah, um, they will have a steel cage match. And the winner would be Jay White. Uh, after interference from the guns. <laughs> because how many times have you watched a steel cage match where they set up the match specifically so that other teams don't interfere? What happens every time? They come through the door. Right? Yeah. So, so yeah, so that one's going to be a, uh, a fuck finish <laughs> thanks to the Guns Assist. Um, penultimate match of the night. And I don't know if uh, one of you guys, I know you didn't have this one. Um, we're going back to ladies again. Um, and we are going to have Tony Storm versus Becky Lynch. <clears throat> and I don't know if they ever fought each other in WWE. But again, I think Styles make fights and two excellent, excellent wrestlers. And I'd love to see them just 
like really go at it for again phrasing um have a good match um for you know a good good 15 20 minutes i think they'd be i think they'd be awesome um and the winner would be becky lynch the clean pin um and then i think we all know what's coming for, oh actually maybe we don't um my night two main event is going to be Kenny Omega versus Roman Reigns. Wow, we've got the same main <laughs> event. Brilliant. And the winner of that matchup is going to be Roman Reigns. Oh. And it's going to be a fuck finish because of Solo fucking Sokoa because that's how all of his matches finish and that's Ooh. how he always wins. So, so, yeah, it sucks, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, but, yes. That's my uh, pay-per-view thoughts. I, I love how it, night one begins officially with Elite versus Bloodline and night two ends with Elite versus Bloodline. That's very, very smooth. Oh, shit, so yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> Definitely planned that one. That's very good. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it, again, it's... Trying to... I think, Dan, you touched upon this where it was trying to find matches that hadn't happened before, which is kind of where I focused on it. Was, and it was interesting to see your tact of kind of going back into history and kind of writing the wrongs of poor booking in the past and, and that sort of thing, which is, which is a, which is a really cool, cool idea as well. Um, but yeah, just again, trying to get people on here. Um, and I, and I think, I think it made me realize just how much I, I'm not a fan of like multi-person matches because it never entered my mind once to go, Oh, I'll have a four, I'll have a four way or I'll have a, you know, a triple threat or I'll have a battle Royal or something like that. I was very much wanting to showcase people against other people or, or a tag team against another tag team or that sort of thing. So, so yeah, I think that was that was my logic behind how I got my ones done. I think multi-person matches. Just, I mean, my I've I, you know I have a, a few of them, but I think they've become overly strategized, overly planned out. Um, and you know, it's like every multi-person match has to have like that double suplex and power bomb out of the corner which is just so <laughs> stupid it's like why would you do this every match you know where two people go for the superplex and then a fourth person puts their hand underneath and does like a power bomb at the same time it's like it's, it doesn't need to happen every single time and it's yeah. just in with ladder matches you know the the art of a good one-on-one ladder match i can't remember when the last time wwe actually had a one-on-one ladder match it, yeah, they're like true. six eight eight people spot fest now and everyone thinks right we've got 20 minutes i want to do this you want to do this you want to do this mm. and it just becomes a you know this this cluster mess of everyone trying to get their bits in and no cohesive sort of storytelling but i think if you take all of that away and you give time i think there's a lot of great matches and stories to be told like i'm a big fan of triple threat and I think I saw interviews with Gunther recently where he's just like, I hate them. I hate them, you know, just because they don't make sense. They're hard to, to plan out and stuff. But mm. I've always loved triple threat matches. And I think there's lots of great storytelling to be told in 
in that in that kind of match and a four way as well. It's just you take away the spots, give them time, and there's and I think that there's just lots of great stuff to be had from it. I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I kind of see. I think my my issue with kind of triple threats or multi matches in general is that you in trying to get more people into the match, you kind of detract from other things that are happening so that you're only going to ever have, in theory, for the most part, you're only ever going to have two people doing stuff in the ring at any one time. So you've always got to have something where one person gets taken out and then the other can do, two can do a little bit of a match. And then that other person comes back and then knocks one other person out and then those two people can then do a match. And then so that contrivance always feels a bit, I don't know, contrived i guess um to me but um but yeah i, I, I hate those i hate those moments but there's two moments i hate in in matches that have a lot of wrestlers in there at once one is where someone will go up onto the top rope or top turnbuckle and, and jump off and, and land on a crowd of people who are bawling yes. outside Ugh. I mean, hate it. Oh, We're clearly so, looking up, waiting for it to happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When they're all trying they're to sticking p- together, huddled up, looking up at yeah. the person, like jump, jump. It's a whistle. We're, we're we're right here. It's like oh, I hate it. Yeah, that that's bad for one. But even worse is when it doesn't matter so much if it's um, I don't know. Depending on the number, you know, the number of people in the match. But it's when you get, especially if it's a, a three way or a four way. Uh, four-person match when you get people lying around outside and they're just yeah. at, at times they're just literally just crouching there because the camera's not on them and, the, and it's just like well it yeah that would never happen either in, you're in, in, or you're not <laughs> yeah exactly either you, you're okay or you're not and it's just like obviously the camera's not on them but you can't forget that they're there and they're just basically lying out outside the ring waiting for their 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 spot back in. although yeah, although i do spot. like it sometimes when you do catch them and you'll see them like just like hanging onto the edge of the apron, you can just see their head popping up, waiting for their, their key to come into the ring. You're like, yeah. motherfucker, I can see you. Just. <laughs> I, I remember vividly there was, um, this is during Roman's big dog years of the crowd just hating him. And there was a Roman and Moxley, maybe with the Usos as well, I can't remember, Roman and, well, uh, Dean Ambrose against the Wyatt family. And the story was that Roman was incapacitated outside the ring but he was just out there for such a long time and i remember the crowd just all chanting roman sleeping roman sleeping and he must be lying there thinking shit like (laughs) i I can't just get up now like and if i stay here then i'm (laughs) oh dear Cool. All right. Well, yeah. any any other final thoughts, or uh, shall we wrap this bad boy up? It's been this has been a lot of fun, actually. I um, tremendous fun. Yeah, it's uh, really good. It's fucking hard work, but, <laughs> but um, yeah, so many th- weird things to consider, and it's definitely. And I'm not even joking when I say it's given me uh, newfound respect for guys that have to do this shit on a weekly basis, or like shows on a weekly mm-hmm. basis, let alone one off pay per views and trying to get everyone on the card and make it an exciting match and. And the whole bit, but yeah, it's been it's been a been a fun little exercise. This one, I love the fact that we've all kind of gone. I think there's been a little bit of crossover, but pretty much we've we've gone different routes on everything. Yeah, yeah, and also just to, for context, like we kept all of our decisions completely separate, so we didn't know what we were 
what each of us had chosen until until tonight. And it was you're right. We, by and large, apart from me and Imran, Imran, did you uh, break into my document and copy my copy my I main events? <laughs> two main events. That's funny though. Yeah, so two wild. main events, same outcomes as well. Um, um, yeah, yeah, interesting. Cool. I like how we've all featured Dragonov quite prominently. Yeah. It feels like we've all undersold CM Punk as well, which is interesting. Like, I yeah. thought he'd make a main event at least on one of the nights, but we've not done that, which is, again, uh, very interesting. I don't I don't think... I think with the level of talent... if Again, if this was just a WWE... Well, I mean, we're, we're going to see what happens at WrestleMania next year. Um, and that, that logical one would be Cody Roman one night and then Seth Punk... Uh, the other night, and that makes sense there. But throwing AEW to AW into the equation, where you've got a Kenny Omega, you've got a Will Osprey, a Britt Baker, a Charlotte—you know, all those. There's, there's so many big names for me. Yes, I'll, I'd, I'd definitely have Punk on the card, but main event, not so much. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely not getting ahead of Kenny and Roman. Um, and then the other night was I wanted to get women in, so. And even then, I'd have probably have had Osprey Cody if I was going to have um, a different um, main event on night one. So, mm. so yeah. I'm surprised none of us picked Seth and Kenny actually as well. I thought that was something someone would pick, but no, we've not. Uh, I think Kenny that. Roman was my was my was the first one I I chose mm. because it just it made all the sense in the world. Yeah. I, I, for a split second, I considered MJF Roman, but it just didn't. It didn't work for me. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Very good. Cool. All good right. Cards. Well, yeah. Very enthusiastic. Very good. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Appreciate it. It's been a bit of a long one, but I think it's been a. It's been good fun, um, educational, emotional, controversial, <laughs> and um, also. Radical, that's the only word that just pops into my head. Oh, whatever. Um, thank you for <laughs> listening and sticking with us uh, through this. I hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll speak to you again sometime soon. Bye, all. Take it easy. <laughs>